And now, introducing the man who refuses to watch Tiger King 2 after Netflix tabled his own documentary, Tiger Kingsville, The Glenn Clark Story, following reports of excessive weirdness. According to one executive who commented under, pres uh, under promise of anonymity, quote, there's weird and then there's this. I mean, the man just refuses to wear pants, like ever, unquote. Joe Exotic ain't got nothing on him. He is Glenn Clark. I have a lot of problems with the idea of there being a Tiger King 2. I didn't watch the trailer. I, like, the, the point, the reason why it worked is because it was so shocking. Like, I didn't, it's, it's not like there's depth to these characters. It's not like I needed to go back and find out more. It was so shocking what was happening. That's over now. We can't be shocked by it. Like, we know that it occurred. So right. I'm I'm very confused as to what would make me want to go back and watch more at this point. Like I this feels very much like a there's just enough people there was just enough interest that if we give them anything at all, just enough people will watch it that we can make some money and there's that's the end of it. I this does nothing for me, the idea that there's a Tiger King too. But hi, good morning. Good morning, it's Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn Clark, he's Paul Valley. Uh, it is a Thursday episode of the program. It's brought to you by Window Nation. Fall's calling sale is on at Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Buy four windows, get four free. There's no limit. Plus, pay nothing for two full years. 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to find out more. Um, in a few minutes, we, so we're doing things a little out, out of order this week because tomorrow we're doing our big college basketball preview show. Patrick Stevens will be here. We have uh, some of the area's coaches stopping by, either in person or via Zoom. Um, everybody's circumstances are different in relation to um, trying to stay safe. We get that. We understand. So um, I know that all the coaches from the region are going to be joining us. So I can tell you that... Um, Pat Scary from Towson, Jim Ferry from UMBC, Tavares Hardy from Loyola, Kevin Brodus from Morgan State, Juan Dixon from Coppin, Ed DeCellis from Navy, Dan Engelstad from Mount St. Mary's will all be participating in our annual college basketball preview show tomorrow. Some of them will be coming by. Um, three of them are scheduled to stop by the studio. So just a, a little bit of a different uh, day. We're bringing it back. We're looking forward to it. And... Um, you know, that's all I can tell you right now, but we'll uh, be doing that tomorrow for the college basketball preview show. So because of that, we normally on Fridays catch up with our friend Senator Justin Reedy for Senator's suggestions. We're going to do that here in a few minutes to preview the college football weekend. And then we'll make our picks a little bit later on when uh, Ken Zalas stops by the studio. We will make our picks for the weekend of NFL and college games, despite the fact there is no Ravens game, of course, this weekend. Uh, and we're also going to listen in on segment two of the Tyus Bowser Show with special guest Deshaun Elliott. So all of that coming up this morning. And don't forget that at 1130, the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, we do it every Thursday morning at 1130, brought to you by CCBC as well as the Maryland Department of Transportation and Glory Days Grill. If you have questions that you need answers to from KZ, tweet me right now at Glenn Clark Radio. And pass along a question. We will pose it to KZ coming up at 11.30 on the Press Box Fantasy Football Show again every Thursday morning at 11.30 a.m. Could we get, like, one good game in this World Series, please? Could that, could that be an option? Um, as, as I made clear, while I get that you guys prefer the Braves, and I probably slightly prefer the Braves here, 
but I just don't feel as strongly about it as you guys do. I'm more indifferent at this point. To me, it was about eradicating the evil, and the Red Sox and the Dodgers are gone. So to me, the evil is gone. I know you say, well, the Astros are evil. They cheated. Guys, I, you're never going to get me to join you in this world in this world where you think the Astros were the only team that was stealing signs. I, I love you. God bless you. I, and, and maybe I'm missing the boat on what the point of fandom is. Like Maybe just rallying around hating the Astros is something fun that – that we should all be doing for the sake of it. I, I, I just never been on that bandwagon with you guys. I, every team was stealing signs. They were just doing it in the most comical way or the way that was easiest for one person to rat out to Major League Baseball what they were doing. Every team steals signs. It is unbelievably common it has been as much a part of baseball as the baseball has so you just can't get me to get worked up and hate them the way that you guys do and as i've admitted a bunch of times i really like dusty baker and that that conflicts me so you know like last night i'm not hurt by the fact the astros won the game like i might do i prefer the braves yeah to some extent they they are they are consistently making it more difficult for me um but like I guess I think I prefer the Braves, so it's a bummer. But the real bummer for me is that I just can't get a good game. I can't just sit down and watch baseball and be captivated from start to finish by postseason baseball, which is what I'm asking for. I'm asking for one of those thrilling postseason baseball games that um, you just have you're hanging on every pitch, and that's what makes the postseason so great is those moments where you're hanging on every effing pitch and everything matters so much and we're just not getting that so far and that's what it is we talked about uh a lot of blowouts this uh this postseason mm-hmm. yesterday and yesterday last night was the eighth win for the astros in the postseason seven of their wins have been five by five runs or more it's pretty seven. remarkable it's pretty it's remarkable blowouts it's like each of the first two world series games i mean you watch but you're not really. Oh no, I'm. I, you know, if there was anything else going on, I'd be happy to flip over and exactly. you know, like see what was happening and whatever else was going on. Yeah, I ended up watching American Pie too. Oh, that's interesting. That's that's quite the choice. I enjoy the American Pie too. It was before it all went. It all went to hell with the American Wedding. That yeah. was when things really fell apart. American Pie two was fine. It was quite fine. Of course, the uh, famous scene with the uh, the what was it, the glue. The glue. Yeah, the glue. Yeah. <laughs> um, American Pie two still worked for me. I was still good on board with that. Um, look, man, I uh, I don't know. I'm, it's what it. It's what it is. It's it's the World Series still. It's not like I'm not yeah. going to turn it on. It's not like I'm going to stop watching. It's just not It's not been very compelling so far. But it's 1-1 and sets up that the series maybe could go a little bit longer. I don't know. I, I'd rather have a four-game series of thrilling games than seven games of lopsided baseball and just non-competitive. I, I can't fathom we're going to get to seven games like this. It seems... That yeah. The law of percentages would suggest that you're going to get a close game here fairly shortly in a, a more exciting game than what we've gotten through the first two. But, you know, we'll have to see. The first two so far kind of duds as far as the World Series is concerned. But uh, it is knotted up one apiece, and so that's where we are as uh, as we head back to Atlanta for games three, four, and five of the series. So we'll go three, four, five, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
We do know that, obviously, Sunday will be necessary. What we don't know yet is if it's headed back to Houston for Tuesday and Wednesday of next week in games six and seven. A uh, couple of notes uh, real quick. I, 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 can't, I cannot tell you if it means anything that the Baltimore Ravens are bringing in Cedric, and to make sure I get it right, Abuhe. Oh, nope, got it all wrong. Cedric Obwehi. That's the man's name. Cedric Obwehi is the offensive tackle signed by the Baltimore Ravens yesterday. Signed initially to the practice squad, apparently with the belief being that he's going to be added to the active roster. Most recently with Seattle, a former first-round pick of the Cincinnati Bengals that just hasn't panned out. It's just the reality of it. It just hasn't panned out whatsoever. So that would make you say, no, it probably doesn't matter at all. This is nothing more than a body. I can't fathom that this is what the Baltimore Ravens are doing, that they think this is the answer on the offensive line, is signing Cedric Obwehi. I, I don't believe that for even a second. Now, that doesn't mean they have found guys. You know, Once upon a time, LJ Fort was a guy that nobody really seemed to be all that interested in or wanted, and they signed him, and he became quite a helpful piece for a good football team moving forward for the Baltimore Ravens. It doesn't mean that they might not have found something. I'd bet against it, obviously, given all of the the information that I have, but sometimes these things do work out. Making the assumption that it's going to work out would be a mistake, but the possibility of it working out, as I've told you guys a million times, I cannot see the future. Believe it or not, neither can anybody else that does a show anywhere. This thing we did for years, we'd be like, well, who's going to win on Sunday? We don't know. We have no idea. Is this player going to work out? We don't know. No one knows. None of your friends who are trying to get attention on Twitter? No. No one who blogs or is on? Nobody knows. The evidence that we have would say no. Cedric he is not an answer of any sort. It's nothing more than we could be in a desperation where one other guy gets hurt and we need to have somebody who would at least physically be capable of playing in the NFL. And because he's played in the NFL before, he's the guy. Answer, no. Body, yes. And that's where the Ravens are. I mean, that's Patrick McCary is going to be out for a few weeks. They're that thin at offensive tackle. They're at the point where one more guy gets hurt, they don't know what they're going to do. Someone has to be at least capable of playing the position. So they found someone who has played the position in the National Football League and could be an option should they need it if someone gets hurt. Now what they've got to do is find someone that might be an answer. And that's the reality of where they are, right? Like the reality of where they are is that what they found is nothing more than a body. It's not an answer, at, at least not until proven otherwise. Is there an answer that can be found? Is there someone they could turn to that they believe is an upgrade either over Tyree Phillips at right tackle, Alejandro Villanueva at left tackle, or over Cedric Obwehi as they're now, frankly, swing tackle? And I'd like to think that the answer is yes. I'd like to hope that there's someone that's out there that you could trade something minimal for to at least do better as far as a swing tackle is concerned. I'd like to think that, but I don't know that. I don't know that at all. 
and they might still be operating with the, well, perhaps Cedric Obwehi can get us by just for a couple of weeks until Patrick McCary might be able to return. I don't know. I don't know how long the high ankle sprain is going to keep Patrick McCary out. They might operate with that thought process. That seems dangerous, but they might operate with that thought process. It's not as pressing for us because we are pretty sure we're going to get McCary back and we think we can get by with Villanueva and with um, you know Tyree Phillips playing the two tackle positions until then and we at least have someone who's played tackle in the NFL that we could turn to in a pinch if we need it. We'll find out. They've got still five days. Was today Thursday? Yeah. So five days until the trade deadline. Five days to try to see what's out there, if there's something they can pull off. And we still don't know. And we are still not hearing much in the way of rumblings. Now, in fairness, as I pointed out before, we didn't hear anything about their interest in Marcus Peters literally until the deal was done. Like, we all looked at Twitter at the same time. We were like, Marcus Peters? What? Like, we had heard nothing about it. And remember, that happened right after the uh, Rams had acquired Jalen Ramsey, so we had no idea that Marcus Peters was going to become available, and that's part of the reason that was the case. So it's it's certainly not a guarantee that we're going to hear anything about a trade they might make until literally the trade were to happen. And there might still be teams that haven't decided if they're at a place where just, they're just willing to part ways with players yet. Like I heard some people bring up the name Morgan Moses, and as much as this might sound crazy... It football is a different sport, man, and the season just started not that long ago. And so it is a little bit tougher for teams to just say, ah, the hell with it, just get whatever we can for any player. It's not easy to just do that because as crazy as you think it might be, you're not that far away from being in contention. It's hard to be that far away from being in contention because four and three teams are in contention. So even if you have one win, what does that mean? It means you're three games out of a playoff spot. That's the reality. This isn't like baseball. By the time you get to the trade deadline, there's teams that are 20, 30, 40 games out of it. You can't really be more than three games out of a playoff spot at the moment. And as much as it's easy for us to say, well, the Jets stink. The Jets aren't doing anything. You're asking an organization to say, we think we're failures. We don't think we put together something that can work. So it's just not as easy as you want it to be. It might very well be that these teams don't wake up and make this decision until literally the deadline is in front of them. They say, all right, fine, just whatever we can get for this player, go ahead and give it to us. Whatever, whatever you got. You got a seventh-round pick, fine, we'll take it. it. That just might not be a decision they make literally until that day. That's the reality of the trade deadline in the NFL. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. We normally do it on Fridays, but we're moving things around a little bit this week. Let's preview the college football weekend. He is our friend, Senator Justin Reedy, and he's going to make his senator's suggestions. Good morning, sir. How are you doing this morning? I'm all right. Uh, have you have you solved the gambling thing for us yet? We put you on that assignment a week ago. I think it's going to take a little longer. Oh. Uh, we're going to have to. I think it's going to have to be something dealt with in the legislative session, which is just like you know, not happening tomorrow, unfortunately, for <sighs> your your for your gambling degenerate audience ah. uh, that uh, ah. not to insult your audience. Yeah, but, wait, uh, a no, uh, wait a second. Wait hey, a second. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, wait a, a minute. Second. That's right. I represent that audience. I want to make that That's very right. clear. That's right. 
We're not all degenerates. Some of us are just really – never mind. We're all degenerates. All right. Uh, um, like irresponsible gambling degenerates. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm right. not irresponsible. Yeah, right. correct. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. What are you trying to say, sir? All right. Um, uh, pretty good weekend on tap in terms of college football. Let's start. What's the first thing that jumps out at you? Very exciting weekend. We get through some duller weekends sometimes uh, to, to get to ones like this. My top game of the weekend – uh, is going to be a game I would not have thought would have been the top game uh, a month ago or two months ago. Michigan State versus Michigan. Michigan is traveling to um, uh, East Lansing. They're the number six team in the country. Michigan State is the number nine team in the country. These two teams, both um, Michigan State was really in rebuilding mode. They have a new coach who had a rocky first year because nobody could practice, you know, right, uh, right. and People thought Mel Tucker would get things turned around at some point, but I thought they would not be very good this year. And they are 7-0, and playing with a little bit of house money at this point. Admittedly, they, they haven't blown out a whole lot of teams, but they've been very solid, especially defensively. And they have a great running back, so that, that is probably in the Heisman Trophy conversation. Michigan, you know, Jim Harbaugh was nearly fired last year. He took a big pay cut, which you do not see in college football. Usually, you see a coach getting fired. They don't they don't take a pay cut and stick around. They either leave or they get fired uh, because Michigan had sort of underachieved for um, a couple of years. But they're now 7-0. and They haven't beaten a lot of great teams yet. This is kind of their first real big test. So we'll see. It, it's kind of a uh, immovable force meets the uh, you know unmovable object or whatever that whatever that metaphor is. Unstoppable and force meets immovable object. You, yeah, there you go. yeah. There you go. So, yes. So they're um, – I think it'll be a low-scoring defensive slugfest, but there's a lot of great defensive talent on the field. I think if one team finds a way to score 20 to 23 points, I think they win. Okay, so there's two things that jump out at me about this game. By the way, uh, Kenneth Walker, the running back from Michigan State, the guy. That yeah, Kenneth Walker, yeah. Un yes. Unbelievable player. But I, the funny thing about the game like this to me is that it just sets up so well for Michigan to lose this game and for everybody to go on about how John, or Jim Harbaugh is going to get fired and then for him to not get fired again. Like, that just seems like the story of how this works, is that it's a big game, so of course Michigan's going to lose it, and everybody's going to lose their minds, and nothing's going to change. That's just the way that things work. It does seem that way. You know, it's interesting. With Michigan is a school that has expectations that are somewhat reasonable. They, they want to be a championship-level contender, but they also know that they're not really at Ohio State's level right now. I don't think Harbaugh has to beat Ohio State, but they really want to beat Michigan State. That's little brother. And if they lose to Michigan State, I do think it'll give him some heat. He also, they also could beat Michigan State, shoot up further in the national rankings, and then still get stomped by Ohio State. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm actually not a Jim Harbaugh hater because I love John Harbaugh. So I, it's his family. You know, you can't, yeah. hate, you can't hate his brother. Yeah, I don't, but, uh, I, don't, I don't hate him. I just think he's a psychopath. <laughs> well, well, he is that. He is yeah, that. Right? So. <laughs> he's not the only one. You're not wrong about that. That's right. All right, that's not the only big – obviously, that's a huge game this weekend. That's where both College Game Day and the Fox pregame show are going to be on uh, Saturday. But it's not the only yes. big game this weekend. What's number two on your list? Well, number two is going to be, I think, a really fun game. I think it, this is the funnest game of the weekend uh, and also pretty important. you got Auburn, uh, number 10 Ole Miss, traveling to number 18 Auburn. Um, Ole Miss has just got a, a, just a dynamic offense. And they're a lot of fun to watch. Lane Kiffin is, is, is like hilarious to watch as a coach. He's sort of an offensive uh, savant. And their defense has improved in the last couple of the weeks, although I, I, I would say I, I don't think their defense is really very good um, uh, overall. 
Auburn, I expected, and as you know, being a tied homer, I, I do hate Auburn, but right. credit where credit's due, Auburn has been better than I expected this year under a first-year coach, Brian Harson. They um, they are uh, defensively playing well as they typically do, and their offense has gotten more consistent in the last couple of weeks, um, which is also good. I, I think this is going to be a close and a high-scoring game. Um, I, you know, if Ole Miss wins this, I think Ole Miss then becomes really a contender to be one of the final four teams. They have one loss to Alabama. They would need Alabama, obviously, to probably win out um, or to lose to Georgia in SEC title game. But Ole Miss could very well be a contender at 11 and one to get into the playoff, and they'll certainly be right there if Alabama were to stumble again in the regular season. Ole Miss could become the SEC representative. Auburn, meanwhile, at this point is actually tied for first because they have only one SEC loss in the SEC West. So if they win this game, they're clearly the number two and perhaps right there contending with Alabama sure. to be the number one team in the SEC West, which I don't think anybody was predicting at the start of this year. So we'll see. It's always a lot of zaniness in this game. It, it, even when the two teams aren't as good, there's a lot of wacky stuff that happens. So, um, so, so you know what's interesting so to me? Game. It feels like everybody has sort of argued that Matt Corral has played the best so far and like is the highest, but all the odds makers still have Bryce Young as the favorite to win the Heisman, and it feels like that's really that's it's really what they're saying is yeah we think Alabama is going to keep winning after this and we're not so sure that Ole Miss is and so at the end like we just think that the guy that's the quarterback at Alabama or the play, the best player on on Alabama is probably going to end up winning the Heisman. Yeah, it's, I think that some of that I do think Bryce Young they lost a game so you're tempted to think oh they've struggled. Bryce Young has been the reason they're as good as they are on offense this year. They they don't have the same playmakers on offense that they did. Obviously, there's no Najee Harris and. And, uh, you know, some of the great receivers they've had, they have some, they certainly have talented receivers, but they don't have that, that Devontae Smith, um, Jalen Waddle combo this year. So Bryce has played really well. His numbers are good, but you're right. I think there is a little bit of that Alabama bump. I also think don't, don't snooze on CJ Stroud if Ohio State wins out and he keeps putting up big numbers. That Ohio State was rocky earlier this year, but it wasn't the offense really. It was pretty much the defense that was letting them down. All right, number three on the list, Senator's Suggestions. This game we thought would probably be a little higher profile, but Florida yeah. really hasn't lived up to their end of the bargain. But this is Georgia versus Florida in what we're not allowed to call, apparently, but used to be called the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, this is a great rivalry every year. It's always a good – it seems to almost always be a really good close game, no matter the record of the two teams. Georgia is absolutely curb-stomping everybody right now. They're the number one team in the country, deservedly so. I believe they are going to win the national title. Um, But with that said, Florida has always had a knack of messing up Georgia's seasons when Georgia's really good. Georgia, I'm not taking anything away from their defense, which is phenomenal and perhaps an all-time great defense. They really haven't played a really good offense yet. I'm not sure Florida necessarily qualifies as a great offense, but I think Florida is the best offense Georgia will have played all year. Remember, they opened the year with Clemson, who has been terrible in offense, and they really haven't played. They played Kentucky, which is a good team, but not a very good offense. So Georgia hasn't played a, a, an offense like this yet. So we're going to see both quarterbacks for Florida, Anthony Richardson and uh, Emory Jones, are going to play. Been a little bit of a quarterback controversy there. I think that game has a lot of potential to be to be uh, to test Georgia at least somewhat on defense. I think if Georgia can get out ahead 14 or 17 to 7 or 14 to nothing, I think, though, that the Georgia defense will suffocate Florida. But we'll see what happens. It's always a great matchup, though, always a great matchup. Is that game played in Jacksonville every year, the uh, world's yeah. largest outdoor cocktail party, Georgia and Florida. 
So all that, of course, Ohio State, Penn State's this weekend too. But uh, boy, did that take a bit that of a, one, That took a bit yeah, of a that, hit. Yeah, that was, one would have been probably yeah. number one or number two. Yeah, it, I, it's number four on my list, as you know. I do my top yep. ten. It's number four on the list. You know, but I think I think Ohio, I think Penn State's a little bit snake bit right now, and Oof. I think Ohio State will win that. And but, the last thing I'll tell you is yeah. there's a couple great G5 games uh, this, okay. this week too. That San, you got San Diego State. Uh, is playing undefeated. You got SMU playing Houston. Those are sort of the two best. Um, sorry, San Diego State playing Fresno State. Um, that's kind of a battle for the top of the Mountain West Conference. San Diego State's undefeated quietly, and you have undefeated SMU playing Houston. And that team, whoever wins that, will probably be the main contender against Cincinnati for the AAC title, which matters in the context of the playoff this yeah, year. Yeah, because for a Cincinnati legitimately has a chance. Correct. Correct. One hundred percent. All right. Great games this weekend. Uh, you you want to share one thought on uh, what what we learned? Like, did it? Did what do they do about the overtime thing after the disaster last week? Like, did they did they revisit it, or is this like really what they want? Is is I I I was and as as closely as I college follow college football, I didn't realize it was after the second overtime. Yeah, I thought it was going to be after the third overtime. And I will tell you this: I have watched before they changed the overtime rules to make people go for two in the third overtime. You had some games where it really wasn't good for the players, and the quality of the play by the end of a sixth overtime was not was not good. I don't really mind there being a tiebreaker like this, or I would be fine with doing three overtimes and then calling it a tie. Oof. I, I know people hate Oof. ties. Oof. In, Ameri- in America, Senator, in America we're doing that? Well, let's also say this. It shouldn't have taken nine overtimes. Well, yeah, that was, it shouldn't that have was, taken seven two-point conversions correct. back and forth. That was brutal. For it that to was happen. Was some inco- there I've, was some incompetence on offense I, as yeah, much as great No doubt. I've heard the argument for um, maybe in the like the second overtime, you back them up ten more yards to make it so that it's not an automatic field goal either, right? Like that maybe that you, could, you could certainly do that. Yeah. Or you could, do, you could also say we're going to do it ten. You got four plays from the ten like they do in high school. You could do it that way too. I don't know. I don't know if maybe it wouldn't be good to have three overtime periods, and then the third one you have to go for two after a touchdown, right? And then you do the two the point, two point shootout from there. or something. Interesting. I have a feeling though, if you were play, if you had a little bit better competent teams, it was sort of fluky why it didn't. It took more than a couple of those OT two point things to, no, to I hear win. You. So, I hear you. Yeah. All right. Uh, the duck pin is where everybody sees your stuff. Correct. That's correct. And then at Reedy CFB on twi- Twitter is where to yeah. follow him for all his football stuff. Of course, at Justin Reedy as well for uh, the more pressing matters for the state is where you follow him there. That's correct. Senator yeah. Reedy, appreciate it. Uh, uh, we will talk to you next Friday, all right? Thank you so much. Have a great one. Senator Justin Reedy joins us every week for Senator's Suggestions. Yeah, for those that didn't see the Illinois-Penn State debacle that went to nine overtimes, this was the first real game that tested the new rule where you got to just start going for two. That All the overtime period is, once you get to the third overtime, is a two-point conversion. That's it. There's no, there's no drive. There's no score. It's just you start alternating two-point conversion attempts. And it went on forever. And I, I don't know what the right answer is, but I would argue that it's something closer to football. It's the same thing that we say about why we don't love shootouts determining anything like something closer to football what i've said the the baseball extra inning thing works for me because it's still baseball in fact it's more like baseball than the normal baseball is because the normal baseball is just home runs and strikeouts so when i get the extra innings and it like forces actual action it's 
it's a better product, frankly, than the baseball product that I normally get otherwise. So that's why I'm, I will defend to the death the runner on second base thing in extra innings in baseball. It's not goofy. It's not wacky. It's not a home run derby. It's, it's actual baseball. And it's more baseball than what I would get if I was watching eight innings of guys just going up and trying to swing for a home run, which is what typically we have been watching in extra innings. I am very passionate about the extra inning rule in baseball. It's the best product they've ever had. I want, I want something more similar to that. So I think the problem that college football has with overtime is that 25-yard line, you're in field goal range already. And not every college kicker is going to make a 42-yard kick, but most of them will. Mm-hmm. You're in field goal range already. So back it up to the 35. Back it up to the 40, something like that. Make it so that there's more question as to whether or not a team is going to score. They might both, and you might still end up doing this bit, but I like the idea of, okay, start the first overtime. If you want to do it at 25, start at the 25. And then every overtime, back it up 10 yards. Mm -hmm. And somebody said, well, the idea is you don't want these players running so many plays. They're gassed. They're... They're, they're, they just don't have it at the end of the game. Well, then when are them regulations? Yeah, that would be the answer to me. You also, this is college football we're talking about. There's 100, this is not the NFL where there's 53 players on a roster. There's 100 players on the roster. Mm-hmm. And I know that the argument back is going to be like, yeah, but the coaches don't want to play those guys. They'd rather play a guy who's gassed than the, you know, the pull a freshman off and have him play. Okay? They can win the game before you get to that point. Not going to be a problem. I, I the two point conversion thing was it's just too wacky it's too goofy it's not so just so I'm understanding clearly uh, you still have to start at the 25 and score but then you only can go for no. two no once you get to the third overtime there's no anything you just go try two point conversion that's all the overtime was, period did, is what was wrong with because the they want they just because they want to get the games over with they don't want the games to keep going this is a player safety thing they want to get the games over with so once you get to the third overtime. We're just going to try a two-point conversion. If you make it and the other team doesn't, game over. If you miss it and the other team gets it, then game over. That's the idea, except for Penn State and Illinois, who went to nine yeah. overtimes. And quickly from uh, Dave. Dave said, Glenn, surprised you didn't talk at all about Mark Ingram at the top of the show. What What do you want me to say about Mark Ingram, Dave? This, In no ways would Mark Ingram have been – I saw a couple people trying to play that game on social media – that's not at all the running back that I'd be interested in if I were the Baltimore Ravens. Someone who's clearly past their prime that no, no, they've got those guys. They have plenty of Mark Ingrams on this football team. Mm-hmm. The problem is, in order for that to be your change of pace back, you need someone to have pace. They don't have that. Or if they do, in Tyson Williams, they don't trust him to be on the football field. They need that. They need the player that has a burst. They don't need another Mark Ingram. They've got those guys. It was insane. Mark, because you've heard of him? Like, I mean, that's what we do, because we've heard of someone, because we're familiar with them. We think the Ravens should trade for them. That makes no sense. That is not what the Baltimore Ravens need right now is a Mark Ingram. That's not their problem. They need a guy with some pace. They need a guy with a burst to the outside. That's the guy that they need. All right, we'll come back in. Segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show is next. Today's show is also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Football. They have upped the ante for you. Download the Underdog app. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you deposit $10, you know what? 
and deposit any amount up to $100. I guess you could deposit $5. They'll match it with $5. Any amount up to $100, you deposit that, we're matching it, giving you free money to play with. So if you deposit $75, bucks, you are getting $75 free to play with. You deposit $100, you're getting $100 free to play with. You deposit $54.23, you're getting $54.23 free to play with. It's as simple as that. Up to 100 bucks, matching it when you use the code PRESSBOX for underdog fantasy football, which is a lot of fun. You want to get in for the game starting tonight. Come back in. It's Glenn Clark Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser show. The next Taz Bowser show is Tuesday, November 16th at Mother's in Timonium. It's brought to you by Pressbox and Great Eights Memorabilia. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes. But the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer, buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866-90NATION today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. I love you more than rock and roll. I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash and Ravens prizes. I love you more than gumballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Mike Ashley dives in on 20 seasons for Brenda Fries as the head coach of the Maryland women's basketball team as she looks back but also looks forward. Plus, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from every D1 program in the area. And the very first Baltimore interview with Elijah Green, the son of former Raven Eric Green, who could well be the Orioles' pick with the number one spot in next year's MLB draft. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You've got questions. They've got answers. Sure, I mean, we'll go with that. It's Glenn and Paul on Glenn Clark Radio. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience, and technically... Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com 
for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Yes, John Proctor, Mark Ingram was a better hype man for Lamar Jackson than Devontae Freeman or Latavius Murray have been. No, it does not mean that I would be willing to give up anything in order to bring Mark Ingram back. Not the back the Ravens need. They need a back with a burst. That's what they should be looking for. All right. Um, we do the Tyus Bowser show every, not every week, every couple of weeks. Our next one will be Tuesday, November 16th. That's when we're going to be at Mother's in Timonium. And this week, we were at the Center Club downtown. Segment one we heard yesterday. Segment two, let's take a listen to right now with Tyus Bowser and his special guest, Deshaun Elliott. Back in here for segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show from the Center Club downtown. Glenn Clark, the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard, your host, Tyus Bowser, his guest, Deshaun Elliott. Make some noise for the guys again, please. So a couple of things. I want to thank the Center Club for having us out here. This is an incredible spot. If, Amazing. I mean, it would be something. A membership here would be well worth it because hanging out here is an incredible place. So thank you to the Center Club. <laughs> Please. <laughs> thank you to the Center Club for having us out tonight. I also want to make sure I thank Window Nation. It's Window Nation's Fall's Calling Sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit, plus pay nothing for two full years. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Uh, Tyus, I need to know something from you. Yes. How do you feel about Old Bay? <laughs> Old Bay? Old it's Bay's... grown on me, man. All right, that's, we'll start with that. It's grown on me, and I've, I've tried it with the crab. That was mm -hmm. the first time I ever tried it, and I thought it was good. I just had That's the That's normally how things start. Yeah, right? You I just start with the, it on crab. I no, just no, had no the but what does, what, what does it's grown on me mean? You didn't like it at first? I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said, <laughs> I mean, it was a new, it was a new taste. Like, uh, I'm, I'm from the South, so, I mean, we don't, we don't carry Old Bay around. So okay. It was All a new right. taste, and over time I tried it. I was like, this is actually a good seasoning. Okay. Now, when I tried it with the crab, I was like, all right, how do I how do I work this crab, man? I mean, yeah, that whole, part. I'm just I'm just looking at a whole crab and I'm like, <laughs> did you have to learn how to crack I, a crab? Yeah, I'm like, okay. what am I supposed wait, to wait, do? Wait, 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 what was that? Did you just like that, that's a is hammer? That how you that's, crack a crab? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like, I would prefer not to eat a crab. Mm. It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. But 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 it's there's glory at the end when you finally get in oh, there. See, she nodding her head because it's like, true. Like the hard work pays off if you got a nice jumbo crab with all that meat in there. You know, you know <laughs> what you know what's also good too? What? When you work hard and you make money, so then now you can just get a regular crab cake. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't gotta worry that about no all fun. of that. It is fun because you work you work hard for your money. Now you want some crab and you get a whole crab cake because it was worth it. It was worth it. But but you know what I've learned over the years that crab like eating crabs is something. It's it's a it's like a a bonding experience, right? Yeah. It's something that you do when you're with people and you have conversations. It's mm -hmm. it's about the the fellowship more so than yeah. it is about eating the crabs. Yeah, it's almost the same as what? Like, crawfish. what was it? Crawfish. 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 Yeah, yes, it's very, yeah. it's, it very, it has a very similar feel yeah. to it. So, yeah. Uh -huh. Have you gotten to the point yet where you've started putting Old Bay on random things? See, that's where we're going to stop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because I was at this, like, Pumpkin patch for like last week, like Meyer Farm or somewhere like that, like past house. And 
And I seen Weber's maybe Weber's, Weber's. Farm. Yep. Weber's Farm. It's a great place. And I Apple seen, cider oh, donuts yeah, on point. The, 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 those are yeah. amazing. Those, those yeah. are fire. They had great uh, other things, but the one thing I couldn't get to was like obey flavored candy and I'm just Ooh. like I don't know about that what? so you haven't What's had the ice on? cream so I take it you haven't had the obey ice cream either. oh I saw that too and I was like ew it's actually no, wait, no. But I, so I thought that too right I thought that it was going to be gross and then I had it and I was like why is this not as bad as I wanted really? it to be that's interesting really? yeah, yeah. those wings though nah no, that's when I got here. I was like, hey, oh, okay, when it come to like some type of wings, that's I think I had like the old bay, honey, like, honey old bay wings. Yes, honey yes. old bay wings yes. are the most perfect combination honey of flavor. Bay. And I had like some old bay fries, you know. Like if I get some regular fries and I have some so old bay, so you get it, you yeah. get it. Good. Yeah, we it's just good. put old bay on things and it works. Not everything. <laughs> Not everything. Uh, <laughs> Not everything. Disagree. I disagree about that. I think it works on everything. Uh, that was not the food take that your teammate Marlon Humphrey offered that most people lost their mind about. What did he say? How can a human being disrespect the greatness of mac and cheese? How is that possible? How can... Please tell me he's alone. We talked last week about some of the things he does fashion-wise. <laughs> Please tell me he's alone on that island when it comes to hating on mac and cheese. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank God. Thank you can God. you can ask my mom if she's listening to this right now. Like, whenever she's cooking, it has to be mac and cheese added to. Thank you. Thank you. It has and to you know be. what we put on our mac and cheese? Oh, oh bay. Now wait a minute. God, that now. was good. I've I ain't heard putting that. mac and cheese. I ain't that putting no bay on my mac and cheese. I do. <laughs> Any cheese, I'll put I ain't putting no bay on my mac and cheese. What, you, what you putting on your mac and cheese? I ain't putting no bay on it. <laughs> I might put some paprika in there, but oh, I ain't okay. putting no bay okay. on my mac and cheese. Okay. 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 I guess so. <laughs> that obey hot sauce they made, I dump all that on my mac Ooh, and cheese. Now wait a minute. That's that is phenomenal. That's fire, right? I haven't tried that before. Oh, bro, we got to change that immediately. Do you have any obey? Here, that's what we need to add. Yeah, right. And it, do we have Old Bay hot sauce here at the center club? Uh, seasoning or something? Yeah, just as much. Look, oh, well, that's good. That's, that's good. That'll work. We'll start with that. We'll start with okay. that. Okay. Um, what's your favorite hot sauce, Dias? What's your favorite hot sauce? The thing is, I'm not a big hot uh, sauce guy, okay. but okay. I would, I would, I would add it to my stuff. You, you would love, you would love. It. Obey hot sauce. I'm telling you. Is that, that stuff is, is that good. It's beyond legit. Like, I've had Tabasco. I've had the Louisiana. Mm -hmm. It's fine. You know, being from it's fine. South, that's what we have, Louisiana, yeah. all of that. So, I mean, I'm like I said, I don't have no problem trying it out. We so. just took your hot sauce and made it better in Baltimore. That's yep. the way. We just made it better okay. is the way we do things it around this different, different, bro. It that's what I'm saying. Deshaun knows. Deshaun knows. Hey, well, I'm a, I hear I hear a lot of good talk, so I mean, I'm telling you. All right, uh, let's talk about Halloween. Give me your one seed. When you were a kid, you walk up, you knock on the door, you were hoping they were handing out what? What's your one seed Halloween candy? Reese's. I mean, Ooh. that's the correct answer. So that I guess we need to move on. Simple as that. Yes. Definitely. Simple as that. Like Reese's. when it comes to Reese's, oh my gosh, like. I had to stop because I was going to lose all my teeth. <laughs> like, for real, I was going to lose all my teeth if I didn't stop eating Reese's. So, <laughs> Do I'm you, in love with Like, it. completely quit? Like, cold turkey? Like, you won't no, have No, not, like, completely right, quit. Right. But at that time when I was young, you know, kid, you know, you want to just eat candy all day and stuff. And I love chocolates. I love peanut butter. So, when I found out about a Reese's, I was like, I've met my perfect match. They have made. This is not a joke. <laughs> this is a new product that exists as of this week. 
Reese's with tiny pieces of potato chips stuck no. inside. No. Yeah, what? I'm with you. Not necessary. Why would you ruin perfection? Exactly. You're spitting in the face of God at this point, really. No, <laughs> literally. Literally. No, yeah. for real, for real. I gave them like a little leeway with the little Reese's pieces in the middle, and I really wasn't messing with it, but that's doing too much. No, oh, no. I don't want that either. Pieces? I'm with you. They were putting Reese's pieces in the middle yeah. of Reese's pieces. Oh, necessary. in the middle of the, uh, yeah. of the oh, okay, cup, okay. bro. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? You have a perfect candy already. Just, just what leave are you it. doing? Just right, leave exactly it, right. You don't need to improve. They say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Deshaun, what was the 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 candy that they were giving out that you were gonna spit on their grass as well, you walked away from the house. Well, first off, if I was even able to get to the door, because for a long time I was scared. Really? <laughs> if I seen a house with any type of like doing too much with with like the decorations of scary, we get we should talk about that. They're like creating massacre scenes out front of their house. Yes. What are you doing? I'm done. My my dad would literally have to grab me by my arm, like come back and try to force me to go with my sister's up to the, <laughs> and I'm the oldest of three. Oh no. Oh no. So if I oh, see no. something scary, I'm like, bro, what are you no I'm good. Then eventually oh, no. I kinda got over it. But like oh. like two years ago. <laughs> Sorry, you know what I'm saying? Like But no, nah, the worst candy had to be like the little Random candies that was like in the, it was like toffee. I thought it was toffee, but you know how you go. Your parents tell you don't eat the candy that might look might look like it's open. Yeah, it was kind of that candy. That you like they would give you a wrap. single now and later, and you'd be like, "What is that? Like, what that, are you doing? Like, like what? Yeah. Get, move out of the neighborhood. Like, go like, find why, bro? Like, <laughs> what is that gonna do? Kaius, what about you? What's the worst? What's the one that would drive you nuts? I think it was like like butterscotch. Butter, what is it called butterfinger? Butterfinger? Butter, butter, no, butterfingers butter. are great. Butterfinger. No, but like little butterscotch, like hard candies yeah, you're talking them, about? Them like, butterfinger, yeah. You like going in like a senior citizen's community? Like, is that where you're trick-or-treating? I don't know. Oh, yeah. like real, like old school butterscotch yeah, candies. Yeah. Oh, like church they'll have candy. All, yeah, they have all types of candy in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll just be them ones that I'm like, why is this in here? You know? That was that was my only one, but like you said. Did you did you ever dress up for Halloween? We never really talked about the Bowser thing. Did you go ever as Bowser for Halloween? I didn't. No. I didn't. Really? It was. I don't know why, but it did was you kind of like hate it? Did you did you kind of hate? The, no, no. I love okay. Bowser. All That's right. my guy. So I mean, I would I would suit up as. That's him right now if I could. All right, somebody get this man a Bowser costume already. <laughs> yeah. Sean, how many years did you go as the Joker for Halloween? Twice when I was in college. Yeah. Other than that, I was, I was like, I was a little nerd when I was a kid. So I had, uh, I was like, it's, it's a Yu-Gi-Oh character. No one knows who that is, but it's like uh, I'm a big anime. I'm familiar. I'm, I'm going to play along like I do to try yeah. to make you feel better. Thank right you. Now. I'm, I'm with you, Deshaun. I'm a big <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh fan. Bro. Yeah, but and I was Ash Ketchum one time, so okay. I was, yeah, I was a little weirdo. When did yeah. the Joker thing like become? When when did that like upset? Well, my freshman year of college, I kind of like. Um, first started like getting more into comic books. My freshman year my freshman year of college, I wasn't like I loved football, but it was a freshman year and I was kinda like all over the place. So I watched a lot of um cartoons and just a lot of like superhero comics and read a lot of comics and whatnot. And I, football was kinda on the back burner in my freshman year of college and I got a new head coach going into my junior year. And honestly that's kinda like when it kinda came about more. Cause really? my defensive coordinator no, my defensive backs coach had a pacer in his heart. They caught him Iron Man, and so he kind of 
he's kind of started the Joker thing. Wow! Yeah. Wow! And you just ran with it. Yeah, you just definitely. ran with it from there. And that, and you, those are the years that you went as the Joker for Halloween. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Yeah, are you so- excited about? Robert Pattinson as Batman, or not really? Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I'm going to give him a chance to see what he does, but I just feel like he's just—he's not him. That's not his. I watch a lot of movies. I sit at home all day, so you know that's not his role. But we're going to see what happens. I believe, but I legitimately is that the only Twilight know. Dude? Yeah, that's the Twilight oh, dude. That's the only yes. thing. I, okay. That's the only oh, thing I know. The I'm guy. I'm not from. messing with it at okay. all. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, I don't I'm, know about that. Right? That's what I'm saying. Although we thought that Ben Affleck was going to suck as Batman, and he was fired. Yeah, he yeah. was actually a pretty good Batman, right? So, ah, it could be worse. It I don't could know. be. After worse. seeing him on Twilight, <laughs> I can't just picture him. How many of the Twilight films did you see, oh, Tyus Bowser? I've seen two of them. Why? Because at that time they was hot, you know, just like everybody watching Squid Game like and everybody you, watching you on Netflix true. and it's stuff. True. It was hot at the time, so I was like, what I don't know why I'm watching. I'm not. I'm a few episodes in the Squid Game, and I keep sitting there saying, "Why am I watching this?" I was like, the same way. I'm so I'm far behind. Way. It's dude. It's so. It's dark. It's just. I love so, it. It's crazy. actually. It's interesting. It's very interesting. It took. It took me a minute to get into it. And this was like, what, one of the nights before one of our games. My family was in town and they was watching it. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out with y'all. This is you're sitting around as a family watching Squid Game. Yes. Very first episode. This is a different type of family than mine, man. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I love them because they're just the type to just chill out and just do a regular Netflix night. And that's that's my type of vibe. So, Man. I'm going to piggyback on you, Glenn. So since we're talking about Netflix, right? Yeah. You you put on Netflix, you want to unwind. What do you guys, what's the first thing that you guys will put on to watch? We know Tyus is super into the reality shows. We learned Okay, that. well, which yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, she, she wasn't here the other time. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, big into, like, love and hip-hop. Okay. Um, Real Housewives. <laughs> oh, okay. You like, the the, you like the drama. I like the drama. Okay. You know, I go through another drama at work, so it's like, <laughs> I like to see other people go through, go through mess. I don't know how I got into it, but... I don't know. It just it just catches my eye for okay. some strange reason. All right. What about you? Um, on Netflix, they have that choice to um, at the top ten in the nation. Yeah. I'll just like pick a random one and just cut it on and see if it's good. You don't have like a comfort show or a comfort movie. I literally don't leave the house when I leave. When I come when I come up from work, I go home. I have a chef of a, they make my food for me. So I watch movies and TV shows all day. So I can't say I have a special one. Okay, you just pick a random one. I just pick a random one. Just kind of like, if it's good, then I can tell people it's good. If it's bad, I'll cut it off the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) I have a problem once I start watching something. I have to see it through. You gotta through. see how it ends. Like, Not I me. gotta know where it's going. I don't care how bad it is. I don't I'm care. It. I'm like him. I'm turning I it on. I have to watch it because I gotta know where it's going. And then I'm gonna complain about it the whole time. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm watching it. <laughs> what about you? What, what shows you? I used to be a loving, I used to be a loving hip hopper, right? Okay. But then it was like, oh, too much. This is too much yeah. for me. You know what's crazy? What I can't let go though. You know what I can't let go? What? I love Black Ink. <laughs> I can't let it go. I love it. I can't let it go. I'm a big VH1 guy for some, I, Yeah. I, I, so I am the person that typically, I watch sports. That yeah. literally is what I watch. I don't watch TV. Yeah. I watch sports. I know that's very weird for girls, women, you know, but I watch live sports. That's mm-hmm. what I do, right? But if I wanted to watch something, it would be Black Ink. Yeah. 
and I and I feel like what started me getting into reality TV was Jersey Shore. Yep. Yes, I was I'm a, a huge I'm a Jersey Shore D fan. Guy. The man that's, said, that's who I model myself after. This is a quote. He said, "Paulie D is a role model." He is. You ever been to one saying. of his sets in Vegas? I've never been to one of okay. his sets, but I would love to do that one day. Okay. Is that, I saw him at Rams Head Live here in Baltimore one year. It's actually a great time. Oh, <laughs> really? I bet, it is. I, bet I it could is. not have had a better time. I bet well, it is. That's what about really? it? Um, Keeping up with the Kardashians. No, no, that. I can't. I'm oh, sorry. That's, I'm, that's a little far from me. <laughs> <That's my show. laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to watch it a few times, and it was just too much. It's too much. It's I couldn't much. keep up. That was the problem. Bro. I just could not possibly. But they got like 15 seasons or something. Right. And I've great. watched every one. No, oh you're, have you really? I have. I'm, I, okay. don't I don't know, know why, bro. I, I got to switch I this up. I mean, do you at least watch Snowfall? I can't we can't just move on from this. Why do you watch so much of the Kardashians? I, I'm sorry. They have an interesting life to me. I they don't do. know why. It's, it's just it's different. Like they live a life that no one else could live. And I just find it so interesting because they have so much drama in their life and what the for no reason. they be going through just it's, be, no, it's stupid. It'd be making me mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, bro, what this is this is what you're really complaining about today? <laughs> <laughs> like full-blown fights, like this well, fights. With each other. I'm like, bro, all right. But that's why I like it. That's so weird. That's so weird. <laughs> I, respect, respect. It's what it is. I got worse things. I like, we both Jersey Shore guys. I can't yeah. judge. I can't yeah. judge. Do you watch, do you guys watch the new one, though? Like, then, like, you really doing the most now. I'm not gonna. I tried to do the I've reunion, tried, and I I've just couldn't to. get into it. I've tried to, with, like, all the, you know, after, you know, the main parts got done, but I don't know. I haven't really been following this in. It's I, a little different yeah. when you're in your 30s trying to like relive you your 20s. Yeah, yeah you, I just you got kids and I stuff. I couldn't like, do it. It's too right, much. I, yeah. I totally haven't watched every episode. Definitely not the case. Now let's move forward. Uh, Deshaun, I wanted to ask you about, I saw some things that uh, Rashad Bateman said about you yesterday and what he was going through as he was working his way through to get on the field. Uh, can you tell me about that relationship? I, you know, I didn't. Where did that come from? That you guys hooked up the way that you did? That that you became someone that he was really looking to? Um, I'm not really the, usually the guy that kind of like. Oh, I'm gonna always keep it very straightforward with people. Everyone knows that. Yes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he's serious. He will he will let you know in your face, like either he don't like you or he's tired or like. Yeah, just get okay. away from me. Like, something's not okay. I will let you know it's not okay. And if he's doing something great, I'll also let you know. But yeah. it's just, um, I could just see him the way he was like walking around the facility. Because I've been in there. I've been that way. I've been in the shoes where you're kind of like, I'm kind of just here. I'm not a part of the team. I'm not bringing anything to the team. I'm just collecting a check. And no one wants to feel that way. Like, if you love the game of football, you don't want to feel that way. You don't want to let your teammates down. You don't want to let your teammates just feel like, oh, I'm not doing anything for you personally. So I try to tell him, like, bro, you're a rookie, and you have to be patient, and God does everything for a reason. So whatever happens to you, bro, you just got to – it gives you time to mentally excuse me, mentally recollect and be able to really put everything you love into this game and just know when you come back, the love for this game that you have is going to skyrocket by a thousand just because how long have you missed and. So don't take every uh, 
take every chance you get, every opportunity, and make it, make the most of it. And I think um, as a young player, he's running that really fast. He's learning how to work hard. I didn't, I you know, he was young, so I didn't know his work ethic. But seeing the way he work, walks in the door now, at, um, after I, I've like been able to talk to him, he just kind of like brought his spirits up and started running. Like, hey, you got to take one day at a time. Just the more, the harder you work, sure, eventually you're gonna reap what you sow. So, man, he looks good. I yeah, mean, he, he looks really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. He's only gonna get better too. I feel like uh, y'all really haven't, haven't seen anything yet. Like before, he got hurt, he was. Those routes were crazy. Wow. So as he gets stronger, as he gets his body back the way he was, he'll be fine. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, Tyus, how happy are you that you're going to get another shot against the Cincinnati Bengals later on this season after what happened? How much, how much will you be looking forward to getting another chance to sort of rewrite that narrative? Yeah, man. I mean, anytime somebody, you know, beat you bad like that, man. You always look forward to the next battle. I mean, we and talked last week. These guys are going to be... No, they're... Yeah. I said like, it last time. Like, they're an upcoming team that's already been respected, but, you know, they're showing the NFL that they're here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for us, the good thing is we play them twice a year, and you just never know how the first game go, and if it doesn't go your way, you always got another chance. So, I mean, you know, whenever that week comes, you know, we're going to be ready, but... You know, we our mind is pretty much, you know, on this bye week, just kind of recollect, uh, get ourselves back in order, you know, health-wise, mentally, physically, spiritually, and then, you know, the following week, getting ready for, for the Vikings. So that's where our mindset is at. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Tyus Bowser, please. All right, there you go. That's segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show. You can listen to all of it right now in the archives, and if you want to watch the entire show, you can go to facebook.com slash pressboxsports, click on the videos tab, or go to pressboxonline.com slash video. Again, we do the Tyus Bowser Show not every week, but sporadically, and the next one is uh, Tuesday, November 16th at Mother's. It's all brought to you by Pressbox and Great Eights Memorabilia. Uh, we are winding down for hour number one of the program. If you missed Stay on the Fan last night, chatting with Diane Richardson, Towson women's basketball coach. You can find that right now. Same locations. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, PressBoxOnline.com slash video. Or Stan and uh, Ross Grimsley talking baseball with Rich Dubroff from BaltimoreBaseball.com. Er earlier in the week, both of those shows are available now. When we come back in, we're going to chat with Matt Millen, of course, a uh, longtime executive, and then before that, uh, a big man in the NFL for uh, for quite a few years, a hell of a player, too. Matt Millen's going to join us next. He's on the call for uh, Big Ten Network for Maryland, Indiana tomorrow. We'll talk to him about that. We'll talk about what the trade deadline, how it's changed, obviously, as a man who knows a thing or two about that. So we'll talk about all that next. Still to come, picks the uh, Press Box Fantasy Football Show. That's all on the way. Glenn Clark Radio. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Mike Ashley dives in on 20 seasons for Brenda Freeze as the head coach of the Maryland women's basketball team as she looks back but also looks forward. Plus, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from every D1 program in the area. And the very first Baltimore interview with Elijah Green, the son of former Raven Eric Green, who could well be the Orioles' pick with the number one spot in next year's MLB draft. Press Box is available for free at over 500 areas 
area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on PressBox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser Show. The next Taz Bowser Show is Tuesday, November 16th at Mother's in Timonium. It's brought to you by PressBox and Great Eights Memorabilia. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. That first sip. That first bite. Mmm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hey, it's KZ. The Pressbox Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, facebook.com slash pressboxsports or pressboxonline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Pressbox Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. If you miss anything, don't forget that you can find whole shows later on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon Podcast. It's Glenn Clark Radio. The Oktoberfest menu is available at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, the chicken schnitzel, the Prussian pretzel rolls, the slam dunk pretzels, the Brewer's sausage platter. I'll have five. Get to your neighborhood Glory Days Grill online, glorydaysgrill.com. Maryland taking on Indiana tomorrow. We've been talking a lot about the 20th anniversary of the 2001 ACC champs, but there is a football game tomorrow or on Saturday. And on the call for that game will be our next guest. You know him from a lot of things that he has done in his career. He is Matt Millen, and he's with us here on GCR. Matt, it's uh, Glenn and Paul in Baltimore. It's good to chat with you. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Oh, not a problem. Looking forward to it. See what uh, see what's going on. See if these guys can recover both sides. Well, we're, I, that's exactly what I want to talk to you about. Before I do that, I just want to get this out of the way. How are you doing uh, health wise? That's the important part. Yeah, that part is so far so good, you know. So um, uh, I came through the operation pretty good, and uh, now it's just a matter of staying on your meds. And I I got COVID and and came through that pretty good. So. Yeah, so I'm doing pretty good. All right. Well, I'm happy to hear that. That's what matters most. Now, how do we fix this Maryland football team? That's what matters next, Matt, because there was a lot of, there was a lot of excitement at the beginning of the year, and I know you saw them a year ago against Penn State and what a, you know, kind of statement that was. Um 
there was a lot of excitement, and the last three games have been utterly disastrous. We we still believe that they have a quarterback. We still know Rakim Jarrett's a hell of a wide receiver, but how can they right this ship at this point in a game that, frankly, they kind of need to win if they're going to get bowl eligible? Yeah, absolutely. They, this is a must-win. Really, it's a must-win for both sides. They they both have to get this win. So, so the way here's here's my observations of college football in 2021. Okay, I think this is the first year that I have seen across the board very poor offensive line play Mm. and i think maryland is right in a boat right i watched i watched a lot of big 10 games i think and i i watched ohio state on film and they might they're probably the best but that's not you know that's that's not saying a lot they're they're just they're more athletic and so they can get away with some things they can recover from some things but i think what's happened is because i mean it's with the advent, if I if I go back over the course of time and I go back to about yeah, maybe I'm thinking in the early '80s, um, that's when that's when the the kind of the zone scheme what that's when it first started, and then it's progressed all the way up to now where you have the RPOs, and because you're having all the you know the run pass option stuff, and you have your zone schemes and there's combination of different uh, uh, line blocking things in, inside, but really teams are playing. We've lost the fundamentals. Hmm. So teams come off the ball so high, and there's poor pad level, and there's no striking anybody. It's always getting in front of somebody and just trying to shade, uh, shade them or or screen them. And there's a lot of hand play, but there's no there's nobody drilling anybody right and because of that on the defensive side of the ball it's kind of the same thing it's it's really so when i watch 2021 version and let's not exclude the nfl because they're guilty too i see very very poor fundamentals yeah we're we're dealing with some tackling problems in baltimore right now which is a really weird thing for us to say because that's the baltimore ravens we're talking about they can't tackle right Well, here, here, here's a problem. Okay, so one, one of the problems is you, you can't practice it. And you know, if you want to get good at anything, you got to practice it. And so they don't. They don't practice live. They don't practice hitting live. They don't practice tackling live. They don't practice blocking live. And so it looks like it when you watch it on film. I mean, it's 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 kind of poor. So. I think that's the starting place, and I think that's the starting place for everybody. Now, this week in the Maryland game, it'll be interesting because um, because Indiana's coming in, and who knows what their quarterback situation is. Right, right. And so, you know, because the game's really turned into a passing game anymore, there's a little more run stuff going on in college than in the pros, but, um, you know, you got to have a thrower. If you don't have one, and you're, you know, you're kind of up the creek, so... I think what they what they'll probably do is if I had Penix and he's available, I would play him. Yeah. So you don't know it. He's still week to week, and then I guess the Tuttle kid has a foot, some kind of foot injury. I guess he's week to week. So who knows what you're going to see? 
Well, other than that, uh, things seem to be going well for Indiana, too, right? <laughs> and obviously, we all saw what Penix is capable of um, a year ago, man. He's, he's a talented kid. Right. So, so are you still are you still a believer that the the Tungavailoa thing with Maryland, like we, it's it's such a weird thing because we all see the talent and we all know what he's capable of doing, and we also see him at times probably trying to do too much um, and and trying desperately to make a play that's just not there, and disastrous things seem to happen. Are you are you a believer in his talent as like a next level type of talent or? Does that other stuff, does the hero ball thing worry about you as he continues to progress? Well, so so he's still young. This is his second time playing, right? It's his second year at this level mm-hmm. that he's playing. Um, and so he's, you can see the potential. And I agree with what you just said. So I, you can see that it's there. His thing is not that does he have it. His thing is can he do it consistently. That's, that's the piece of the puzzle. And so when you start talking about consistency, you have to start looking at the whole picture, right? And the quarterback is, you know, he's the guy who gets everything. But, you know, if you don't have your receivers, you lose consistency. If you don't have uh, the same timing in the in the run game and the pass game, you lose consistency. If you don't have, uh, you know, a, a run game that you can rely on, you lose consistency. So all those things are pieces to the puzzle that go into – how the makeup of that whole team and, and in essence the quarterback spot becomes. So it's it you'd want it to say, look, all he has to do is do this and you wish you could tape that on him and say, here, here's what you gotta do. But the the truth of the matter is it's a lot more than that. It's so it's all the little pieces from everybody and then and then you got it. Every now and then you get a generational guy and he's you know, he can he can do without all those little pieces, and he just makes things happen. And they usually call those guys Heisman Trophy winners. Right. So, you know, that's that's where they're at right now. And so their offensive line is solid. I I do like I like Oconquo. Mm-hmm. I think he's a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. I I do like Fleet Davis out of the backfield yep. catching the ball. Um, I I think the offensive line is average. I think your left tackle, that Duncan kid, yep, Jim I think Duncan. he's athletic enough to be able to do something. Maybe maybe a next level guy. Maybe, you know, maybe a, a later round pick, but he can get there. Um, I I like I like Jarrett, but I think he's a youngster. You know. Yep. I, but I think the good news with guys like that on the outside is. Um, if you can run, and if you can run a route, now I don't. There's not enough tape there to see what he does well in terms of how does he run his routes? Does he get in and out of them? Can he separate? You know, does he understand the scheme what they're doing? Is he just running lines like they draw it up, or is he knowing, understanding how to work the defender? That part I don't know yet, and that'll that remains to be seen. A four-time Super Bowl champion, he is Matt Millen. He's with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Again, he's on the call from Maryland, Indiana, Saturday on Big Ten Network. Matt, just because you brought up those generational talents at quarterback, and, and you know we were talking a second ago about the Ravens, what, what, what works for the Ravens is their quarterback. How impressed have you been by Lamar? He's, Lamar Jackson's 24 years old. Like I, it's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's it's it's, <laughs> no. it, it's ridiculous to me. You know, it, I know he just they, they lost the Bengals a week ago. He's younger than Joe Burrow is. Like. How amazed have you been by what this young man has done at such a ridiculously young age to have already accomplished what he has in his career? Well, and, and so, and it's because you know he has you, he has that 
a unique running ability, right? And so that always that always keeps defenses on their heels just a tad. And uh, and he's still learning the game. That's the thing that's amazing to me. He's still learning the game. Same with Burrow. Um, they're learning the game, and I think they're two really good young players coming forward. Different styles, but both really effective. And so the only thing you worry about um, you with with uh, with the with the runner is I, there's an old adage, and it goes you know it's still true to this day. There's a lot of young running quarterbacks, but there aren't any old ones. And so I, I never forgot that from the time I came into the league. And he'll slow down as he gets older, but he'll also get a lot smarter and where the ball is going quicker yep. and how it comes out. He throws a really pretty ball. And so all those things will happen. I, I think it, as fans, we should just sit back and enjoy him because what you're seeing doesn't happen very often. And, yeah, he's a young guy. He's got great instincts. The ball does come out. He knows where he wants to go with the ball now. He'll get even better um, as he, uh, you know, as he learns the guys around him. And he, he's pretty much he should know that stuff by now. So you should just enjoy him. Yeah, we're grateful that there were 31 other teams that didn't want to take him in the NFL draft. That <laughs> yeah, year. We're, about really, it. we're really grateful <laughs> that it worked out that way here in Baltimore. Um, Matt Millen, what, is there anything else going on in your world that we can plug, that we can talk up, or just make sure we're tuned in to the Big Ten Network on Saturday? Nah, I'm, I'm heck. I'm just a slappy from Hockendakwa. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. You've done all right for yourself. You've done a, yeah. okay for yourself over the years. Hey, just glad I'm on this side of the ground, right? Uh, you know what, man? I can only imagine how scary that was for you and your family, and we're so glad that, uh, that you came out of it and that you're feeling good, and may that continue for a long time. Matt Millen. We can't wait to see you Saturday uh, in College Park. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this yep, morning. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Matt Millen, checking in with us here on GCR. Appreciate him doing that. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single-game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. When we come back in, KZ's here. We'll make our picks for the week. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on Drag. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles, and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember, because of the sheer weight and size of my truck... I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and break suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. The great Kurt Angle. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. 
man. The great Ron Simmons. Damn. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Yeah. Le Champion. Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Once again this season, PressBox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash Radio. Pressbox's Project Game Day, every game day, presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. We can't imagine why you'd want to, but you can watch GCR live. It's at Facebook.com slash Sports and try to guess whether these guys are wearing any pants. The irony is that Ken never wears any pants when he's in here. Picks brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free with the fall is calling sale. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit, plus pay nothing for two full years. 866-90NATION or windownation.com to find out more. Good morning. Oh, uh, please turn Ken's microphone on. Thank you. Good morning, Ken Zalas. How are you, my friend? I'm wonderful. Yeah. I survived week seven, so I'm really happy. Yeah, you didn't do so well in picks. I didn't. It was not a good week for Am you. Am I in last place yet? You're not in last place, but you're definitely no longer in first I, place. I knew that. I don't think I got an NFL game right. Uh, You got uh, – no, that's not true. You got one. You got one NFL – you went one in five in your NFL picks last week. So you got that going for you. It could have been worse. It could have been. Thank God for college. Yeah, Kyle went five and one. In his, Kyle, for the week, went eight and one last week. Best wow. week of the year so far. Wow. So at the top of the table now, Kyle and I are tied 35 and 30. 33 with a bullet two a games bullet. over 500 uh kz is two games back at 33 and 35 stack of four games back john proctor he's in last place but he's only six games back with a lot of games still to pick on the year again at the top of the table we are playing for a little bit of cash at the bottom of the table we don't want to have to be the one that comes in here gets their back waxed who has to um uh, sing a hero from the original spider-man movie and consume an actual tarantula by the way, what was the bet between you and Jeremy Kahn the night of the draft? Jamar Chase-related bets? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think it's going well for you, if I remember Well, correctly. but one hasn't played. Yeah, I understand that. Well, but I can't. Still, I, we, yeah, we, what it is. We need to go back and find out what the bet was, I don't even though. remember. I tr- trust me. I, I, I know we talked about it. I have Well, no Jeremy idea was far too drunk to be able to I remember, know. which is your only hope here. Is that I, I have no idea. I know we talked about it. We've got to figure out what the bet was that night. If anybody can remember what the bet was that Jeremy and, and Ken made related, it had some, it was Jamar Chase and who? And it's Bateman, probably. It was Bateman and Jamar It Chase? had to be Bateman because he was saying that Chase was his wide receiver one, and I said Bateman was mine. All right. Well, we'll go back. We'll go back. and I thought, I thought it was more directly about Jamar Chase and his total receiving. 
I don't know. Whatever. May have been. We'll go back. It may have we'll been. go back. I don't know. All right, three NFL, or three college games, six NFL games to pick this week. No Ravens game, of course. Paul, what's up first on the docket? Uh, up first, we have... Wow. Oh, boy. Let's, how's, uh, puber- how's puberty going? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, right. Uh, I haven't talked Fi- much today. Finding so. hairs in places where you've never found hairs before? Let's try this again. Paul also admitted off the air, much like myself, he's a huge Jersey Shore fan. That will be that was, a, that that will was, be a recurring storyline. That was a closeted Jersey Shore fan. Now the world knows. Yeah, well, I mean, the Glenn I, Clark radio. If, world. I, if I had to admit, I then you're gonna have to admit too. That's no, it it's it's fine. I'll probably get one of those shirts myself. All right. Um, so the first game we have Maryland at Indiana at noon on the Big Ten Network. The line is Maryland by five and a half. Maryland been blown out each of <laughs> the last three games and. Yeah, but Indiana, Indiana might be down to their third-string quarterback at this point. I have no idea what to make of this game. None. Zero. But I'll take Indiana to cover. That's all I'm going to do. I think Maryland's going to win the game. I'm, this is, I'm playing the points here. Indiana to cover. I hate that you've all made me do this. You're taking Maryland? <laughs> Indiana's been as bad, if not worse, than I Maryland. And I have no idea, like you said, what they're doing. Maryland... Uh, has got to win this game. Um, Correct, you, you but they don't, well, have, to, they don't well, have to win it by a touchdown. They only have to win it by a you point. Might, you might as well just clear the deck if you lose this game at home to Indiana. Uh, I'll take Maryland. <sighs> All right, everybody else. Um, so Kyle took Maryland as well, Andrew, and Proctor took Indiana. All right, next. Next we have Michigan. It's 10 points out. Indiana has not won a conference game yet, but in fairness, they've played Iowa, Penn State, Michigan State, and Ohio State, so... Like they've been playing the best teams in the league. Go ahead. Next game Feel we better have. Better about your pick. <laughs> no, no, no. Go, just go ahead. I don't. It's Maryland, Indiana. You act like there's any idea that we know what's going to happen. No, I don't know. You're just explaining yeah. yourself awful long. Just adding a context to it. That's all. <laughs> all right, we've got uh, number six Michigan at number eight Michigan State on Saturday, October 30th, noon on Fox. The line is Michigan by three and a half. Michigan hasn't really been tested yet. Uh, Michigan State has. Played well, but they've kept things close with Indiana and Nebraska. Probably two teams they should have handled. You guys got? Oh, man, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I said earlier when we were joking about this with the senator, I said, look, if we know anything about Michigan, it's a big game, so they're going to lose. Like, that's the way that this works. So if Michigan State's getting points, then I kind of have to ride with Michigan State. I don't have a choice. I agree with everything you say, but I don't think Michigan State's actually good. Uh, So I'm going to take Michigan. Have you seen Kenneth Walker? He's okay. That dude's okay. They, they've struggled against the worst teams in the it's Big fine. Ten. All right. You were the only one, Glenn, that took Michigan State. All right. Mm, that's good. I don't, know, I don't know how you guys should feel about putting throwing your – it's a big game involving Jim Harbaugh. I, I, I'm with you. Yeah, you ever heard of those? They never. He's never won a big game I know. in his life. So he's due is what you're yeah, talking Yeah, but they could win by three, and I'd still get the point. <laughs> next. <laughs> All right, next game we have is Penn State against Ohio State. Insane line. I hate the line. This I hate the line so much. Insane line. And yeah. the line is Ohio State by eighteen and a half. I hate the line so much, but God, Penn State looked so bad a week ago. Like they just look like an abomination. How could you possibly go back to them? Maybe if it was at home, but no, Ohio State. Yeah, I I was the same way. I, I have not been impressed with with Penn State. I mean, the the Iowa game was a tough game for both teams. But God, they looked awful last week. Uh, I hate the line, but Ohio State. All right. Uh, Andrew and Proctor took Penn State. Kyle took Ohio It's a big State. number. I get it. It's, it's a, a huge it's number. It's a massive number. For a team that most people, that, that the NCAA and the pollsters and all that want to tell you are good in Penn State. 
Well, they did. They well, kind of they gave do. up. I mean, they've them ranked number twenty. It's not like well, they. Had, I like, mean, a lot of teams. Yeah, if if I lost it to Illinois in the way, the, yes, right. I probably would want to think that that's not a top twenty-five team. Right, I hear right. I hear Maryland beat Illinois. Maryland. Beat I know. <laughs> Next. All right. So oh, in, into the NFL. Moving yeah. to the NFL, you have the Packers, who are going to be at, without Lazard and Devontae Adams. Um, is that up, it? Is that the end of the list? We know everybody else okay. is all coming right. back. They've all, right. they've all been away from the team. Facing off against Arizona, who is the only undefeated team through Week Seven of the NFL season, the line is the Cardinals by six and a half. I, you got to play the points here. This is an Aaron. It's just Aaron Rodgers is still playing for the Green Bay Packers. I have to play the points. Give me Green Bay. Hmm. I forgot who I picked here. Uh, no Adams. No Lazard. I, I just they could. Um, no Watt on the other side. I, I'm going to take Arizona. They've been good enough, and they can. The, the Green Bay defense isn't going to stop that offense. I don't think. All right. Uh, Proctor took Arizona. Andrew took Green Bay, and Kyle took Green Bay. Nah, you got Proctor. Ha ha! You suck. You're losing. Never mind. Never next. Next. <laughs> next, you have uh, Tennessee Titans against Indianapolis Colts. Tennessee back to back big wins. Colts playing a lot better since that stunning loss to the Ravens. Uh, the, f- the favorite is the Colts by one and a half. T.Y. Hilton playing? Probably not. Mm. I don't understand why the Colts are favored in this game. It's a tough one for me, too. They're at home. Carson Wentz is playing at a high right, level. Carson Wentz is playing quite well. But but favored against the Titans? Who played really well the last two weeks. I, again, I feel like I know it's only a point, right? Like it's You're not yeah. really playing the points. But like you, you, it feels like you have to play the points here, too. It feels like you have to go with Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, I I, kind of felt the same way. It was a weird line for me. Um, The Colts are so banged up in the secondary that even if they're good enough against Henry that I think, you know, uh, A.J. Brown, who looks healthy now, and Julio Jones, who's never healthy but's going to play, can can expose that. I'll take Tennessee and a a point and a half, I guess. The only one on the Indianapolis bandwagon is Proctor. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, boy. Last week was uh, – uh, well, no, Ken had a terrible week as a lone wolf. Ken went 0-2 as a lone wolf last terrible. week. Kyle went 2-0, however, as a yeah. lone wolf last week. Yeah. You've got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns, 1 o'clock on CBS. Steelers are just awful. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, I think, is done. And mm. the Cleveland Browns are very banged up. But Cleveland is favored at home by 3.5. I think they're as awful as you want. I don't think that the Browns have earned yet the chance for me to say that I think they're determinedly four points better than the Steelers are at the moment. So I'm going with the Steelers here. Um, I, I, look, I, I don't think highly of the Steelers, but I also think they figured out ways to win games the last couple of weeks. They are running the ball. They're, they're playing defense. They're doing good things, despite the fact that I am with you that Ben Roethlisberger is done. Um, and I just... The Browns, I just worry about the Browns, man. Like I, So Chubb's going to be back this week? Suppo- supposedly, yes. And we think that Baker Mayfield's good for Sunday? No. And we don't? No. I thought we were back thinking he was good. I, I had no thought right. that he was All back right. this week. Well, that, that only fortifies my decision-making process. Steelers. Uh, I will go with your Steelers are done thing because well, we've been trying to say that for, I think, five years now. Um, if they lose this game. Uh, there's no reason for the Steelers to lose this game facing a backup yeah, quarterback. Baker Mayfield practiced yesterday. Yeah, but but the, the last report I saw was that he 
he can practice. It's his non-throwing shoulder. We don't know what that is. Um, but even if it is Baker, that's fine because then you don't have to cover Odell because he doesn't throw to him. Um, I'm taking the Steelers. Um, Proctor is with you two. Oh, mm. no. Damn Andrew. it. That's okay. I just need to to pick with him the whole yeah, year. Yeah, make sure that, right, you <laughs> keep separation. I hear you. Andrew and Kyle are on Cleveland. For the record, I think Baker Mayfield trying to play with that depleted shoulder is the dumbest thing ever. Eh, uh, the dude I, needs surgery, I, and you're not going to not get hit. While I hear you, while I hear you, their other option is Case Keenum. That's, you know, that's where you are. Uh, we got we to gotta fly. Next. Uh, you have New England at the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Chargers favored by six at home. It's another. Sp- I feel like I'm doing this too much, but it's another spot where I feel like I have to take the points here. I have to. I, the Chargers' run defense is an abomination, and there's nobody in the NFL that's better at figuring out what your weakness is and exposing it than Bill Belichick is. And you have to note that Mac Jones has played really well on top of it. I don't know that they're going to win the game, but to tell me I got six points to play with, even against the Chargers team that's coming off the – do you think they fix their run defense during the bye? I do not. I think it's the worst run defense. They let the Ravens. The Ravens can't run. And let the Ravens run all over them. Give me the Patriots to cover. Chargers. Herbert for president. It's your guy. It's your guy. You've always said that. You've always said. It was terrible. It was terrible. Zero points. All right. I'm aware. Glenn, it's you and Andrew going with New England. Kyle and Proctor are on the Chargers. Band. All right. All right. You you got stuck. Well, this is good news That's for great. you. Just keep picking with I'll Proctor. Just keep on picking with Proctor. Yeah, right. I'm good all year. You're safe. Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the New Orleans Saints. That is at 4.05 on Fox. Um, Buccaneers favored by 5.5. They could be favored by 15.5. The Buccaneers. The, the Saints stink. You want a team that stinks? They can't do anything. It's shameful. Shameful that they struggled as much as they did on Monday They can night. stop the run. Yeah, they can stop the run. You're right about that. And we, look, Alvin Kamara with the ball in his hands is a good thing. They should just throw the ball to Alvin Kamara 80 times and, and hope for the best. Because anything else Jameis Winston do, it does is a disaster. Um, what is there suddenly some rumblings about Michael Thomas being available? Not this week. All of a sudden, I started seeing Michael Thomas's name get thrown. Well, around. because he if oh if they could he, be starting his clock. Right. He's, okay. Right, all right, right. Fair enough. Um, th- it doesn't matter. The Buccaneers. Same thing. Buccaneers. Clean sweep. Everybody took the Buccaneers. All right. Uh, final game. You have the Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings at eight twenty on NBC for Sunday Night Football. Dallas is favored by one and a half. Dallas. I, li- I actually like the way that Minnesota's playing, but it's only a point and a half, Dallas. I, I Another one I don't remember who I picked, but my first thought was to take Dallas, but then I was like, every time I think that Minnesota's not going to be in a game, they like fall behind by like 21 points and cut it close in the yeah, end. I hear you. If it was three and a half, that would be the yeah, reason I would take Minnesota. I can see one point, so I'm going to take the point and a half. I'm going to take right. a hook. All right. I'm going to take Minnesota. If, if I... Switch that. I apologize. You, you switched it. Oh, okay. look at you. Look at you. Yeah. All right. So it is KZ and Andrew Stecka on Minnesota. No, no, I'm stuck with Proctor. You, Proctor, and Kyle that's on for Dallas. Me. That's true. You do. I, I, I would have picked the same as he does. All right. There you go. Those are our picks for the week. Also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend the engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Loop service center. Ask for Mobile One. Those will be up at glenclarkradio.com momentarily. We'll come back in, get uh, Tubular, and then the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. It's Glenn Clark Radio. 
The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to live casino and hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at live casino and hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes. But the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer, buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866-90NATION today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Ravens prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. The offseason is upon us, but baseball never sleeps. Hi, I'm Zach Goodman, and you can find me on the Batteron with host Paul Valley every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon. We've got the best local coverage on every trade and signing, plus every update on the new CBA negotiations. You can watch us live at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. That's the Batteron every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon for the best in offseason baseball coverage. Stay tuned. Your chance to win a million dollars is coming up. Probably not from us. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. Obviously no Project Game Day this week because there's no Ravens game this week, but we'll be back next Sunday. It'll be myself at halftime. Rita again because it's a 1 o'clock game, so she's willing to work. That's the way it goes. Uh, she'll be here for that one post game. You can join us, facebook.com slash pressboxsports, pressboxonline.com slash radio, brought to you by Window Nation, as well as Underdog Fantasy Football and Glory Days Grill. We're going to have to push Tidbit to tomorrow. If we had done it, it would have been brought to you by the print issue of Pressbox, which is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms, and the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox or read it all at pressboxonline.com. Brenda Freeze on the cover. It's our college basketball-themed issue. She's celebrating her 20th season in College Park, which is remarkable, obviously, and incredible accomplishments that uh, Brenda Fries has achieved over two decades. 
So go pick that up right now, uh, the new print issue of PressBox. Tubular brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. Find out more about what they're doing for Harvest of Hope, taking care of those who need it this holiday season by going to GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. You can meet Deshaun Elliott for free. Just find out how. GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. It's number eight, GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. Here's what's coming up uh, totally tubular tonight. Again, the game of the week in the NFL is the first game of the week, despite the fact that there's no Devontae Adams. It's still Packers and Cardinals, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray tonight, 820 on Fox NFL Network and Amazon. Um, I'm just going to do some highlights quickly. Hawks-Wizards, 7 o'clock on NBC Sports Washington. UMBC Soccer's at NGIT at 7 on America AmericaEast.tv. Eh, everything else sports-wise you can find at glennclarkradio.com. Anything non-sports-wise that stands out to you, Paul? Uh, the Motive premieres on Netflix today. It's a docuseries about a 14-year-old born in Jerusalem in 1986 who shot his parents in bed at Point Blank Range. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. That's, it's quite the sell. Wow, jeez. Uh, and then on HBO Max, A Thousand Fangs series premiere. It's the first season tonight. It's about um, Commando Elite uh, on a mission through the Amazon. All right. All right. Those are interesting to me. Those are interesting. Find out more at uh, glennclarkradio.com about what's coming up tonight. All right, thanks today to Matt Millen. Thanks also to the Senator, Senator Justin Reedy. We'll get that as well as picks up in the greatest hits section of the... Archives. Love that. I am all in. That's 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 your finest hour so far, is is reworking that. That's great, great stuff. Uh, again, tomorrow is our big college basketball preview show. Coaches from Towson, UMBC, Loyola, Morgan, Coppin, Mount St. Mary's, Navy will all be joining us. Patrick Stevens will be our co-host for our big college basketball preview show tomorrow on GCR. We will start a little bit early. We will start around 940 um, because of the schedules of the various coaches. So that's what's happening tomorrow. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the Baltimore Ravens, Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Paul Valley. Follow him on Twitter, at Paul Valley the Third. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday night. Go nobody. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too. If you're with us audio-wise, do nothing. We'll be right back. If you're with us on the video, give us, like, 80 seconds, click refresh, and then we'll be right back with the Press Box Fantasy Football Show.
Welcome into the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Glenn Clark, Paul Valley, but most importantly, your lovely and talented host, Ken Zalas. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How you doing? I'm all right. Uh, we have upped the ante with underdog fantasy football. We have. I'm. This is unbelievable. Oh, please do. Do for so, me. So, you know, if you haven't signed up yet for underdog fantasy football, first of all, what the hell are you waiting for? I feel like Jay-Z. What the hell are you waiting for? Uh, but you, as it turns out, you were waiting for something good because the offer is insane now. Oh, Here's wow. the deal. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app, and whatever you deposit, up to $100. Wow. We will match when you use the code PRESSBOX for you to play with for free. So if you deposit $50, you're getting $50 free to play with. You deposit $100 you're getting $100 free wow. to play with, with Underdog Fantasy Football. Uh, for people that don't know about Underdog, Ken, what should they know about it? Uh, it's uh, the way fantasy football should be. It's not You can play it how you want to play it. You can do uh, prop bets, two from two different teams. You can uh, up to five different prop bets. You can win 20 times your money. You can do... Uh, you can do rivals. You can say, okay, in tonight's game, who's going to have more rushing yards, Edmonds or Connor? And there may be a plus for one of the players, sure. and, you know, something like that. You could play that way. You can play uh, a draft against, you know, anywhere from two to ten other players uh, for the week and have just a, a fantasy football a uh, little mini one-week league and win money that way. It's a lot of fun. Not only fantasy football, but you can also do the NBA. I've had a ball the last couple of nights. I just put a, an NBA lineup in while we were waiting for the show to start. Uh, you can do Major League Baseball uh, while that's still going through the World Series. Hockey, if that's your thing. So lots of ways to play, lots of ways to win. And uh, I've had a ball with it. And now with it, I mean, there's really zero reason now. I mean, you could have said, well, I could have gotten 25 at first, then you were only given 10. Well, now we're matching up to 100. Wow, that's big news. Underdogfantasy.com. And, again, use the code PRESSBOX, and you will get your deposit matched up to $100 with Underdog Fantasy Football. All right, KZ, a lot to cover this week. Let's start uh, with the more generic, and then we'll get into some uh, some questions. And I begin in Philadelphia where – are are we turning our our lonely hearts to Kenneth Gainwell at this point? I mean, <coughs> I guess there's some Boston Scott will be thrown in there as well, but Philly really hasn't shown any interest in using running backs this year. Mm. So I, I you, you got to sounds gotta, like you're a bit apprehensive. I, about. I'm, I, look, I understand the way the landscape is and things like that, um, but you only have two teams on by. I'm not overly excited. I, I'm not throwing. I mean, he's a flex-worthy guy for me this week. Uh, where, where do you have both he and Boston Scott? So, right? so I have uh, Boston Scott. Ooh, where do I have Boston Scott? He's down there. Uh, I have Boston Scott forty-fifth right now. So he's pretty well down there. But it more from I don't know what they're going to do with him. If he's the between the tackles guy, they haven't shown any interest in using any running back all year between the tackles. So. I mean, we've had Sanders with two carries in a week, uh, you know, so why would I have Boston Scott confidence in him? A little bit more with, with Gainwell. Um, I'll probably have him around 23 when it's all said and done, so he's barely in the running back two, uh, you know, scope for me. But, I mean, if you were going to say to me that I'd rather start Zach Moss over him, who I have ranked a little bit lower right this moment, 
I'm not going to argue with you. I, I mean, Zach Moss could be the goal line guy. Sure. Um, you know, they've shown, you know, they'll give him some touches. Philly's a tough, tough offense outside of Hurts to trust anyone. Um, you know, we like Goddard, but, you know, the volume still, even even without Ertz last week, I mean, what did he get? Three, four targets. So it, it's, a, it's a weird offense for me. Let's talk about the Green Bay situation tonight. Do we have to? Well, we do obviously have to. Um, what Green Bay wide receiver will you be playing or would you consider playing with Devontae Adams? And it's, uh, if it was on Anmar, is Valdez Scantling's out too? Is correct? Well, well. I think Valdez Scantling is supposed to play. Oh, okay. They right. brought him back from IR. Okay. Um, I, I think they have until this afternoon to activate him. So if like, he, I would presume that if he plays, you're playing. Here. Well, yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm not overly excited. I mean, if I'm going to choose one guy to play from from the wide receiver core, I'm probably playing Randall Cobb. Okay. If I have to, but I'm not overly excited. Tanyan probably moves up in my rankings a little bit this week. I think you're going to see them use a lot of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and even uh, uh, the kid Hill who came in uh, last week and showed some bursts. He's shown well when he's played. I, I just I have a tough time thinking that you're that desperate in any league right now that uh, Valdez Scantling or uh, St. Brown, who could be available, they, I didn't they draft a rookie as well that could be active uh, today? Amari, wait, Amari Rogers? Rogers? Yeah, they got yeah. Rogers. So, yeah. um, I really like Amari Rogers. I, I do too. too. I do too. Of course, but the son of uh, Ravens assistant T. Martin. Correct. Yeah. Um, but I think it, I think if you're looking for something with some upside, um, in a in a PPR situation, I think Cobb is. Where do you he, have him ranked? Uh, I don't know. You asked me all these questions. Well, like, you're the one that makes the rankings, Ken. I do, and they were so good last week. Which uh, I thought they Proctor were so confirms that Valdez Scantling did travel with the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. I have Cat. Uh, I have Cobb at 47 right now. He'll go. He'll go inside the top 40 uh, with my update today because of some injury stuff and, and things like that. But and and I did this before we had the exact confirmation on on Adams that he wasn't traveling with the team. So he'll be flex worthy for me. Okay. Um. You could do worse this week, uh, especially if you know all the Giants. But you're not going anywhere are... past Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is the extent. No, of... I mean, I mean, Scantling is more of a, a prop bet type thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not using him in daily fantasy. All right, or 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 year long. It looks like we're getting Jerry Judy. We are this week. Yeah, yeah, firing him up. Unless something happens in practice today or tomorrow. We're so, good. so this is my struggle because I like Jerry Judy. I love Jerry Judy, but he plays for, for the Broncos. Yeah. So exactly how much faith could I possibly have in Jerry Judy? I mean, you're going to have him as a wide receiver three or a uh, or, or a uh, flex guy. Right now, I have him 33, so I have him in the f- in the wide receiver three category. You got to like the matchup. Uh, I mean, before the season, we probably wouldn't have liked the matchup. Yeah, we thought Washington's yeah. defense was supposed um, to be, like, they, good. What they, happened to that? They're awful. They're not rushing the passer or secondary, which they made some additions to. It's just been – they've been awful. And, and I don't know why they're so awful. Uh, somebody suggested to me that they're just – everybody's on an island. They're not playing together as a defense. So no, everybody's just free free flow, and, and it's not working. Like, okay. Um, I haven't watched them close enough, but they're giving them a ton of yards in the passing game. Um, you're not getting uh, the pass rush that you thought you were going to get from them. So, you know, and and Judy is the underneath guy, so if he does get rushed, Judy is the guy they're going to dump the ball off to more times than not. Sutton's going to – Sutton, 
Sutton's going to be still the more of the downfield big play guy. So um, I like Judy this week. I, th- I think you can start him as a wide receiver three and, and expect, I mean, he's healthy. I mean, if they're, you're activating somebody, he's practicing fully and, and he's been out, he's ready to go. If I'm activating Judy from my IR and now I have an IR spot available, yes. is there someone sitting on a – and it's not Michael Thomas because I've already checked. I guess I guess we're not. Really, I'm not supposed to be asking specifically for me. I'm supposed to be asking broadly. Presumably, Michael Thomas is the first name that you're checking. Right, for you're at checking this if point. he's there. Um, but beyond that, is there anyone else that might be worthy of taking your IR spot now with uh, Jerry Judy if you activated him all? You know, I would. Um, and 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 I'm only going this because I saw it and I'm mad at myself that I missed it because mm-hmm. I'm usually pretty good at watching the waiver wire. But I saw people drop Kareem Hunt. He was really. Available. I saw people last. You have to understand what last week was. Yeah, so the buys and they were all I've, good teams. I've yeah, seen. Right. I've seen. I picked up Julio Jones. Okay, I I think that Dawson Knox, if the your tight end situation is yep. such, was dropped last week in places. I would be looking at things like that. Um, I don't think there's anybody that is like a big name that we haven't discussed that's coming back anytime soon. Um, but I would look for guys that just last week go search your transaction history, and because you know they don't pop up in like the 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 ESPN or like that because they always rank people by how many points they're going to score in this week. Well, they're not going to score any points because they're on IR. So you got to go look deep and you just got to search by name yep. um, and things like that. So those are those are a couple guys that I have I have seen dropped that sure if they're available I would activate Judy and put them on my on my IR spot. So I th- we didn't have the conversation last week cuz it's so uncomfortable. I don't like talking about the Deshaun Watson thing. I hate it. I, I in know. fact, I really I, hate having this conversation. I I presume he has to be rostered. No. And it, no? No. I, I look. He, I get all the news, but you gotta you gotta find you gotta find the the people that are more inside of it than anything. And uh, uh, Josina Anderson. I don't know many mm-hmm. people. She's very plugged she, in. Yeah, very plugged in. And she said it's not as close as everybody thinks. It's like it's like the the the. The compensation for the trade between Miami and Houston is settled. Everybody agrees on it. But Miami is not pulling the trigger on it until they get more information about the legal woes. That's where we come into a problem. Nobody has that information. The lawyers are silent. The NFL, I mean, everybody wants to pick on Roger Goodell, and I know it's an easy target. But if lawyers and courts are not talking to anybody – I don't know what you want the NFL to really do about well, it. Well, not let him play. Well, would be not a, let a him good play. Place to start. But but if you're doing an investigation, um, you know, it, it, you, you can't investigate it. But I don't think he plays this year. So I'm not telling people not to roster him, but I'm certainly not telling people to go out and say he must be rostered. So it, it sounds like what you're saying is, and and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. It sounds like what you're saying is, if you've got the roster spot. Sure, if but what you're, you're but you're, you're saying there might be a better way to use that yeah, roster spot. Yeah, I mean, right with, with you, you, 
this week's not a bad week because there's two teams, but there's a lot of four-team buys coming up. Um, injuries happen. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna throw them on your roster, let's say Saturday, you have everything said, everything, and Saturday, oh, Deshaun Watson's there. I'm gonna throw him on my roster, and if something breaks over the next five days because the trade deadline is what Tuesday, yeah, I have him. Sure, no problem. But just anybody picking him up, thinking he's gonna save your fantasy season, that that it's just not happening. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I certainly hope you're right about that because I, uh, it's insane I, to me the thought they're going to let Deshaun Watson yes. play this year. But I agree. But um, you know, I get it. I get it. He's Deshaun Watson. We have to, you so. know, this is a game. We have to play the game to win. And I, I get it. If somehow he does play, yes, he's a top ten quarterback. Blah, 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 blah. Right. The whole deal. All right. Uh, every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single-game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. By the way, just on the topic we were just talking about, someone just asked if Will Fuller was the guy that was worth using an IR spot on. No. Okay. There you go. There you go. So there's the answer to that. Anything else broadly we needed to cover before we get into the questions? No, let's get into questions because everything was broad last week because we didn't know anything. All right. Very good. <laughs> when we come back in, when we come back in, we will answer your questions. Get them in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter or put them right there in the comments on uh, Facebook Live. We will answer your questions and get you set for week eight. By the way, do you start feeling sad around now? I start feeling very. Week 10 is where. Okay, uh, week 10 sad. for you? Oh, I, I, I start feeling. Sad, no. Um, when I realize we're approaching the halfway point of the season, like we're halfway through. Oh, well, you're not halfway through anymore. Well, well, you're basically halfway get to through. Week nine. Week now. nine. Fine. Fair enough. Get out of here. <laughs> Come back in. Get just set for week eight of fantasy football season next. It's the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on drag. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. If you change lanes and brake suddenly in front of my tractor trailer, I won't be able to stop. Our lives can change forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressboxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser Show. The next Taz Bowser Show is Tuesday, November 16th at Mother's in Timonium. It's brought to you by Pressbox and Great Eights Memorabilia. 
The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to live casino and hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at live casino and hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. I'm uh, I'm having some problems in my gambling life. Yeah. That's all. Yes. I'm having some, and you it's are. not my. And the problem is, it comes at the time. I've never been hotter. I've know, never been hotter as a gambler. Yeah. So of course, I would of be course. having some problems yeah. right now in my gambling life. All right, uh, it is the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Ken Zalis is here. All right, KZ, let's get to some questions. Um, I always like to begin with me, and then we get to uh, yes. Paul and listeners after that. But I'll start with me. So I'm I'm my receivers obviously Jamar Chase is playing, but then I've got Calvin Ridley, Cortland Sutton, and Jerry Judy, and Jarvis Landry. I have to start two of those for sure. Wow, should make a trade. Um, you think I haven't tried making trades, I, Ken? I, I, All I, I've tried I, doing is making making trades. Me too. Nobody will trade with me. Yes, except in our league. We're People just want to give me things. Um, well, we're starting Ridley. Our, our league sucks. <laughs> this starts so many. I'm like, why am I starting this person in a fantasy football See, league? See, but it makes it fun. It, you got a weird view it of the word it, fun. Because it's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. different. You're right it's about different. that. It's different. Okay, so we're starting Calvin Ridley. Okay, so I'm the Sutton, Landry, and Judy. Sutton, Landry, and Judy. So we're going to do Sutton. Okay. And here's my problem. Mm-hmm. Like, by ranking, mm-hmm. it's Judy. Wait, over Sutton? No, over... No, I don't, I got three. Oh, oh I that's it. You Jamar Chase, two. Calvin Ridley, and Cortland okay, Sutton. Okay, you're my, fine. My, now, now let's go to flex. Yeah. My flex options, because I'm starting DeAndre Swift and Dalvin Cook. Absolutely. So my flex options are... It's a pretty good team. It's a, it's a really good team, and I can't make an effing trade. It's very <laughs> frustrating. James Robinson, Chuba Hubbard, Khalil Herbert, who I'm starting to buy into might be like the guy in Chicago moving forward for what it's worth. Landry, Kenneth Gainwell, and Judy. It's always James Robinson. I was afraid that was the answer. It's always James. I know Robinson. that's. I just don't. want You know that's my default answer. I know. Like he's be- he's become my James White. It's like it's the answer is always James Robinson. All, right. All he does is produce. I I don't. It's it's really it's a funny thing for me. Um. It's a it's a funny thing for me with James Robinson because I get I get tons of questions like people don't want to treat him like an RB one. Oh, I know because it's he's Jack- an RB one. It's because it's Jacksonville. But he's an RB one. But you just never know when Urban Meyer is going to decide that he's, he's dead. Playing Seattle. I hear you. Uh, Denver defense against Washington or Atlanta defense against Carolina. Uh, I I can't play the Atlanta defense. All myself. right, I hear you. I hear you. Very good. Very good. Now, um, some uh, some questions from others. John Proctor gets in. He wants to know, would you run without a Scantling or go LaVisca Chenault? <sighs> Don't seem so excited. Well, see, because the problem with – I, I want to – we all wanted to believe in Chenault. And, and then he had the one game. It's like, oh, yeah, is this what we've been waiting for? And then it's been nothing again. Mm-hmm. So I but mean, you were just saying you don't like the that is scam. I either. don't, but it's. I mean, if he's going to start tonight, uh, I I would probably play. I, I'm kind of done with Chenault for this year, until he shows me something. I'll go Scantling. I don't like either option. Rashad Penny or Alex Collins. 
I, I mean, if I, if Collins is active, I mean, he's the lead back. So, I mean, I don't like either one, but it's Collins. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career, or maybe you want an IT certification? CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field, and it's all tuition-free from the basics to specialized training. We have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Um, I'm thinking that Luke is probably thinking too much about this. Says, are you still playing Aaron Rodgers tonight or starting Carson Wentz instead? Nah, that's a valid question. You, maybe for you. I, I'm still playing Aaron Rodgers tonight. This is Aaron effing Rodgers we're talking so, about. So, so I, I still am too. Yeah. But I'm not offended by the question this I, week. I'm not offended hard, by I, I don't get offended by much. I'm not offended by the question. Well, there are weeks like... I, I got one this week, and my plan, it's, I don't even know who it was versus, but it was like, am I starting Pat Mahomes this week? I was like, come on. I mean, I think it was Mahomes or Daniel Jones. I'm like, right. I get it. Yes. I get it. It was horrible last week. Yep. He's Pat Mahomes. I, I, I this yeah, is see, QB. See, we do that for a few more weeks Yeah, I mean, this start. is QB1 for yep. most of the year. Yeah. I'm probably still starting Rodgers this week. I get the matchup. Carson's been playing well. But there's, there, these types of of national, you know, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night games, and Aaron Rodgers, just things happen. So I'm gonna still go Rodgers. All right, uh, Paul, get uh, go ahead. All right, so I have a couple of questions. One is a is about uh, they're both about my flex, but in two different leagues. Um, in my one league. They downgraded um, they downgraded Antonio Brown to doubtful, so I have to choose between for my flex, Melvin Gordon, Chase Claypool, Kenny Galladay, and Michael Carter. I'm going to tell you to go Claypool here. Claypool. Yeah. Okay. I, I just coming off the bye, healthy, um, no juju, so the more targets funneled his way. Uh, I like Gordon, but again, we're in a timeshare, so let's go. Let's go after the guy that I think is going to get seven targets or something. Okay, that's a matchup against my wife, so I need to win. Oh, it is oh it's yes, a biggie. It's very important. All right. um, the, the, the other one... You know, it's weird. I'm rooting for her. Oh, okay. Sorry, man. Uh, that's, mo- that's the way most, it goes. Most people are. She's, yeah. she's a wonderful <laughs> person. Um, for my flex in another league, again, Brown uh, downgraded. Um, so for my flex, Zach Moss, Hunter Henry, or CJ Uzoma? Uh, we'll go, I always go running back in, in, in that situation. I, I get the other two... Decent matchups. You buying into CJ Zoma after? Uh, no, I mean he's gonna he's gonna he did that one other time this year. One every okay. one every five six weeks, this is gonna pop up. It's just not the consistency isn't there for me. I know that I'm getting 15 touches at least out of Moss, so I'm gonna go with Moss. All right. Anything else? That's it All for right. now. Very good. Uh, uh, this is from Dan. Dan wants to know. Allen Robinson got dropped in a league, which, by the way, I understand. Allen Robinson got dropped in his league once in – oh, my God, Allen Robinson got dropped in one of my leagues too. Oh, this has just become more relevant to me. <laughs> he yes, know, he should be on your roster. Well, what he's asking is, is it worth putting in a waiver claim to get him? He says he currently has the fifth waiver claim. Or just wait and see if he clears waivers and then try to pick him up. He's not going to clear waivers. Uh, I <laughs> – 
I mean, in a vacuum, yes, it's the fifth waiver wire. I mean, you're not getting your one, two, or three. Like, you're not – at this point in the season, like, you're not going to get the, the hot guy that there's a massive injury and all of a sudden he's a starting running back or quarterback. So you're not getting him with the fifth one. So But, I'll, I'll but th- if it resets, like, the idea is that you're moving yeah, up. Yeah, but you'll, you know move, I mean? you'll move up there. I mean, he'll – probably wind up around ninth and then it'll move up I, uh, yes i'm I, for me yes i'm struggling with it right i i, I, don't, I, I don't know look, what my i gotta figure out it, what it my depends whatever. who you're dropping i mean I, i'm not mad at people that have dropped down robinson at this point it's just awful but here's here's and i know it's not happening like this week maybe not next week but at some point if it's this bad you know dalton comes back and plays so it'll get better you know, can you wait for it to get better in weeks 13, 14, 15? I don't know. But if you have the room, yes. I, I uh, uh, Fifth for me is fine. A, a fifth waiver wire for me is fine. Is there any chance that Saquon Barkley is playing and ruining the Devontae Booker fund? Um, I don't think this week, but next week, yes. But uh, I, the reports were that he was there yesterday. That's they why. Like I a walkthrough. A little modified because it's a Monday. It's really not an official practice. So there's no official report. But... Uh, Reporters on the ground is like he really wasn't doing anything. So he's not. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think there's a way he plays this. All right. That's and uh, there's no reason for them to play him. Um and that being said, the next question is if uh if T. Y. Hilton does not play, am I playing Duke Johnson or Khalif Raymond? Khalif Raymond. Duke Johnson. Why why what? Oh maybe he must mean David Johnson. I was gonna say. Didn't Duke Johnson just sign? He somewhere? just signed on a practice squad. That's why I was yeah, questioning. Right. I mean, I get the David Johnson thing because Ingram's, Ingram's now gone. now gone. I, I I don't understand Houston's lack of usage with Lindsey. Lindsey's a really good player who was really good in Denver, and they have just ignored him um, for Ingram, which okay, fine. Um, but no, I'm, I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna go Raymond. I mean, his usage the last two weeks has been really, really good. I just picked him up in our league. I picked him up and started him in a, in a league last I'm, week. I might very well need him. I don't um, know the David Johnson thing and 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 all that and and going back to the Mark Ingram. Look, Mark Ingram. If you are a Kamara owner, yes, he should be owned by you. If you're not a Kamara owner, um, I mean, I I don't know what we're we're asking him for. I mean, five carries a week from. I mean, there's I, no world in which I would be picking up. Mark right, Ingram, but yeah. but I mean, if you're a Kamara owner, it. if you're a Kamara owner, and we're get, you know, as you say, we're getting, we're we're closer to the playoffs than we are at the beginning of the season in fantasy Aww, football now. Now, when you it makes it I even know, more I know, sad. But but we are we are. Um, so you, you got to start thinking about you know handcuffs and, and things like that. So the, that's the only situation that I'm picking up a Mark Ingram, um, and if I already owned him. I'm trying to trade him to the Kamar owner. Right, just see if they'll buy yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, see if he can get something useful. Backup, wide receiver, you know. You know, they may want to may want to protect their investment. Somebody that maybe is hurt, you could pick up somebody yeah. like that. No, I, I agree with that. All right, and from, from Taylor. Taylor wants to know, Pittsburgh's defense against Cleveland or Chicago's defense against San Francisco? Pittsburgh against Cleveland or Chicago. I can't use Chicago without Mac. So, I, so Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is the answer. Yeah. All right. Uh, very good. Anything else that's on your radar for this week? Uh, no. I just you know, um, 
in most fantasy leagues, uh, the, the couple of things I just wanted to mention is you should be starting to look now as when your trade deadlines are because they're coming up. I don't know if they're in two weeks. I don't know if they're in three weeks in your league, but they're not in four weeks. Mm-hmm. So start to take a look at that. Start to make your your pushes. Um, if you're under 500, you should be looking to make trades every single week. It doesn't mean they're accepted, but you should be looking to, to make some moves and continue to work the waiver wire. Uh, last week, even now, after after waivers this week, everybody should be doing a second check on waiver wires every single week. You never know who's in an injury situation, who's in a buy situation, and who they dropped. I was shocked by some of the people that were on waivers this week. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. I saw him, and I didn't even see him on waivers. All of a sudden, I I saw a transaction, a secondary transaction after waivers ran Wednesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon. Somebody picked him up in the league, and I'm like, "Mm, that's a big fail for my Mm -hmm. part. I missed that one. Mm -hmm. So you need to look at the secondary uh, waivers for the week or free agent pickups for the week and see, uh, you know, you never know who's dropped. Pittsburgh defense or Atlanta defense? I'm still not starting Atlanta. Atlanta you, defense doesn't work for me. You are just not doing I'm it. Just not, I'm just not biting. Not I'm it. not biting on the Atlanta defense. They've been awful. All right. There's your answer. There's your answer. <laughs> Don't play the Atlanta defense is what Ken Zalas <laughs> has to say. Hey, Glory Days Grills, Oktoberfest menu is phenomenal. The chicken schnitzel. Oh, it's so good. The uh, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, the Brewer's Sausage Platter, the Apple Cobbler, the Prussian Pretzel Rolls, the Slam Dunk Pretzels, they're all there at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Find out more by going to glorydaysgrill.com. At Fans Fantasy on Twitter. It's where you find me. If you didn't get a question in, pose it to him. Send it to him at like 3 a.m. That's uh, And you, then, please and then do. what I would do, send it repeatedly just you, in you case can. it doesn't wake him up, like the notification doesn't wake him up. My if phone's you keep on doing silent it. all night long. You can send it a hundred times. Damn it. That makes me upset. Send I was it, really hoping Send it a hundred times, uh, you know. And send it then, and uh, send it to him. He'll uh, he'll answer your question if he can. That's the way you do it. At uh, pressboxonline.com as well to see his yeah. rankings and yeah. all that. Sort DFS of stuff. just went up today. Very good. All right, Casey. Thank you, pal. We'll see you Thank next you. Thursday. Yes. We'll see you tomorrow morning for GCR. This has been the Press Box Fantasy Football Show.